0: All right, welcome back, everyone. Uh, this is In The Loop, uh, episode five. Today, we're going to be talking about cryptocurrency. And uh, this is probably the perfect time to talk about it because there was just a, a market-wide sort of drawdown
1: over the last week. Just <laughs> <laughs> say it lightly, huh? Yeah. Healthy. It's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they say whatever goes up must come down. Yeah. And probably goes the <laughs> other way too, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. And that's, yeah. that's, the, that's the thing.
0: Yeah. So that's, I guess I'll tell the story of how I got into it and then you can uh, after that. But a friend of mine, um, he he was, we were in geology major together. So we, you know, went to school together in college and everything. And he always was talking about crypto and I was sort of like everyone else where I was like, this is such BS. Like this is never going to do anything. It's not backed by anything. But what you find is most people just start like relaying exactly what they hear from other people. So nobody actually knows. So then he's like, dude, just dig into this. So I started reading about all this stuff and my mind was like blown. And now, um, you know, now I'm incredibly bullish on the whole market and the whole, I guess, uh, industry um, in terms of like advancing society. I mean, that's really how I look at it now. So I got into it about, I guess, three years ago now and bought, bought in. And, uh, you know, I mean, everyone's chasing the money, but I, Personally, also believe in the projects
1: as a whole, so it's. uh,
0: I guess it's an exciting time.
1: Yeah. (laughs) How about you? How'd you get Uh, to it? To say the least. Well, I had uh, I had clients who kept asking me questions about it, and I figured, well, I need to become an expert as best I can. I mean, no, I don't know if there anyone's really an expert at it because I think no one really is able to explain it. You know, to where someone can understand it. So I started looking at all the different, you know, the the tax laws and the the different things are around it. And then, uh, and the only real the only real way to get to know and to do this stuff is to do it yourself. And uh, that's what I do a lot. Just, I, I'd rather be the guinea pig myself and to see what goes on before we advise it to other people. So, uh, we you know, we got into lots of different, um, uh, you know, d- I got into Coinbase and I was like, oh, what's this about? How does that work? And you know, what is it? And I'm buying air and it's, can I touch it? I can't feel it. I can't, what am I doing? You know? And, and you know the more you, the more you look at it, the more you understand it, you know, it, it's, it's just, it's, I don't know. I, I, sometimes I think it's just bigger than us, you know? Yeah. And, and so I just accept it and say, okay, here's what it is. And everyone just starts trading, you know, like, um, you know, they buy something, they sell something. Oh, I made a bunch of money or I lost a bunch of money or I made a bunch of money or I lost a bunch of money, bunch of money and it keeps going on and on. Uh, people the day trade, people do like that, that. That's, that's even more um, uh, you know, it, it's another, it's another type of mm-hmm. way to, you know, enter the the crypto market, but you know, just, just, you know, you just getting in, a, um, you know, we, we are not advising people to how to invest here. Right. We're not trying to tell anything about that. We're just trying to tell our experiences and try to ex- explain it to where, you know, it, it's kind of helpful for, you know, the average person to get a feel for it if they wanted to get into the market.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think I think you hit on so many good points there. And I guess one of my favorite, I don't know, maybe I should just explain <laughs> layman's terms, crypto. <laughs> <laughs> Do that. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> as with any financial system uh, currently, this is not backed by anything. And that's sort of what's funny. People like to use that as an excuse. I like to say, oh, this is not backed by anything. Well, so you know, the US dollar is not either. <laughs> and and I think that people like to think they like to feel safe when they're sleeping at home with their dollars, but in reality it's not backed by anything either. That's the reason we have inflation running rampant right now. Right? 40% of of all dollars in circulation were printed in the last 17 months or something like that, which is, you know, semi terrifying, I think. So with that out of the way and people not being able to argue that it's not backed by anything, <laughs> then what it is backed by is security and security in the sense of provable ownership. And that is the biggest thing about this. It's 100% recordable, it's 100% observable ownership of whatever it is that you end up owning. And so there's different forms of how you can get into crypto. There's the Robinhood trader who's trading uh, crypto. Um, I use quotations because in Robinhood, you're actually not owning any of the crypto. You're just owning uh like a representation of the asset. So you don't actually own the asset in Robinhood. That's like the lowest form of crypto trading. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then you have things like Coinbase and Gemini or uh, Binance. Um, there's a bunch of different ones that you can use um, here in the US. And so those, you have ownership of, of whatever your crypto asset is whenever you want to technically use it. However, the, the true asset sits in a pool that's available for for instantaneous pull in the event you want to do something with it. And so that's like level two of crypto trading and then or ownership, I guess. And then level three is getting your crypto from these exchanges actually on the blockchain. And when you do that, you have 100% provable ownership, instantaneous control of your money and your assets. And that's like, that's where if you can get to that level, that's where you're like, going to make it in crypto because anybody who's trying to trade, like you'll get chopped out of the market so quickly on this stuff. It's just (laughs) brutal. Um, But if you can get to the point where you're actually using your crypto on chain, that's where you can make like, you know, serious gains, serious success. And you can see where the actual cryptocurrency has value in a use case scenario, as opposed to just a buy and hold scenario. So I guess that would be my (laughs) <laughs> poor man's explanation of how to like trade crypto and sort of a really rudimentary um, explanation of what it is and i think i guess taking it one step back to what it is like there's different forms of crypto so people like to talk about bitcoin uh, primarily they, they like to say cryptocurrency across the board but in reality it's not all cryptocurrency like the true currencies are, are bitcoin right basically and then there's a few others that are trying to become like a monetary use case the, the other stuff, like Ethereum, um, you know, I could go into 100 examples, but the other stuff is really the protocols which work within cryptocurrency. And with that, those are essentially a way to think about it, companies in stocks. So Ethereum is really just a company. It's not a true currency because, <laughs> I don't know, it's not meant to be a currency, but it has value. And what's cool about crypto is then it's tradable with other people. So that's sort of a cool thing that I think a lot of people don't necessarily get
1: I like that but so you were talking about the three different levels so if someone buys um from coinbase for example Mm -hmm. and then they and they have it and then they either keep it in coinbase or which they which the best thing to probably do is to store it off off off-site have a a storage right yes and especially when I don't know if you heard coinbase um you know announced in their annual report they started talking and they said well if we went bankrupt i mean they mentioned this bankrupt thing and it freaked people out yeah right yeah i'm so glad you brought that up i was <laughs> gonna yeah Tell, anyway, talk you... about that no that yeah. was uh, that was the news
0: basically <laughs> because because when you buy in coinbase you're purchasing the right to an asset use what they're basically saying is we have you your money is what's in your account we're giving you your dollar value back for it but In the event we go bankrupt, we can essentially liquidate your assets as we are all holders of this big liquidity pool of our assets. And so it's like we're all in this together. But in reality, they're basically saying, hey, if we go bankrupt, we can use your money as collateral. So um, sort of scary, I guess, for some people. Um, Could Coinbase go bankrupt? yeah i mean crypto's crazy it was like an 80 percent drop in the last week (laughs) so i look at my account i'm like okay luckily i pulled a good amount out a couple weeks ago to do some
1: things so it Mm -hmm. kind of worked out (laughs) Uh, a lot and a lot of people didn't so you know they're they're the people if the if the object is to buy low and sell high that's with real estate that's with stocks that's with any investment right so if you if you're if that's the objective what people do, and this is where the panic comes in: people buy, and then it drops, and they freak out and they sell. So they're buying high, selling low. So when when you start getting into that mentality, you know you're gonna end up. You just keep losing money because every time something happens, you react to it. Mm-hmm. And had the people, you know, when 9/11 happened, you know, most of everyone's investments went in half. Yeah, and people freaked out, so they sold, and then they lost half of it because you 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 lose money when you know, when do you lose it? You lose it when you sell it if it just yes. goes down in value, you haven't lost money you're you're down but now at least you're in the market to come back up yep. so so when the market drops, what's what's the this is this is the really the best time to do what? yeah to buy so to buy my and it's yeah, hard It's hard to tell ourselves it's like because are we at the bottom or not right? At the end of the day, it's probably not
0: even going to matter if it's like, let's say Bitcoin's at 28,000 versus 20,000, like long term, it's not going to matter if you bought $8,000 different in price because this thing's going to a million dollars, you know, who cares? But I think my investment sentiment personally is do the opposite of what you're hearing everyone telling you to do. So if people think it's going to go up forever, that's the time to sell. If people think that the market's dead and that crypto's gone, buy. And you'd be surprised how far that can get you in the investment world because, I don't know, people. <laughs> there's so much going on. I mean, people want to take other people's tokens so that they can ride it back up. People want to do all this stuff. I mean, it's, it's crazy, but um, I think if you sort of have that inverse relationship to what the masses are saying, you'll be more successful than if you try to get on the wagon that's already moving. Um, that's how you get leveled.
1: <laughs> and, and a big factor in this too can be age you know someone yes. who's eighty years old and trading, you know, uh, you know, and or someone seventy too, you know, as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: These are the people. You know, the older you are, the harder it is to the the less time you have to make the money back. Exactly. So, because you know, if you're eighty years old, and then all of a sudden your total investments that you're planning to live on go to, or that you're living on currently, go to half. Yeah. That makes a big difference, and that's what happened. Uh, I mean, people are committing suicide over what's oh, yeah. where we are right now, yep,
0: yep, yep on Twitter. I mean, Twitter's like the number one space for crypto knowledge, basically. Mm-hmm. um, and there's, you know, there's all sorts of stories like this. But guys, you know, guys go from being multimillionaires to having not enough money to pay their taxes on what they sold and gained, and all of a sudden they're effectively bankrupt. I mean, if you make bad decisions, so it is something that you should be cautious with, but there's like, there's alternative ways to really be smart with this. I mean, the trick—I guess for me, the trick is to understand what you're investing in. So, like, I—I I, even in crypto, I only invest in projects that I believe actually have utility. So my sort of again mentality is like, if I took this out of the the system, the industry, or whatever, does it make a difference? And so for me, I only invest in projects that, if you take them away, make it it you know, cripples the, the industry. So I think by doing that and understanding that you can set yourself up for like long-term success. So we were talking the other day, I'm like, I'm kind of excited about this. I feel bad, but I'm kind of excited because I'm about to, you know, put more money into this so that you can ride it up on the next, the next four-year cycle. And so do you want to talk about the four-year <laughs> cycle or should I talk about it? No, go ahead. You're, you're doing great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, basically like think of Bitcoin as the, S&P 500 uh, of stocks. So relatively speaking in terms of crypto. So it sort of governs the market. Everything sort of follows it because it in a sense, it sort of is the sum of like what crypto is as a whole. Um, it was the first crypto. That's sort of why it's 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 this way. And so every there there will only ever be 21 million Bitcoin in existence. And right now we're at like just over 19 million that have ever been mined. And so in the mining process, every four years, the amount you get is halved. So it's the Bitcoin halving. And it's sort of like like a half-life or a nuclear decay or something like that, where over the course of time, the amount that is mined is halved and halved again and halved again until all 21 million are are mined, basically. So every four years, there's this halving event. And that governs when we're going to take off. I mean, that's exactly what happened with this run. It's exactly what happened the previous three runs and it's what's going to happen again in, I guess it's two years. We're sort of in the midpoint of the cycle now. And so the trick is to load up now and then ride that four year cycle up at the end and then sell. I mean, you know, I had friends that turned, I had a friend that turned 80,000 into 15 million uh, Mm -hmm. from, which is just crazy, but from, from 2017 to you know, I guess it was May of twenty. It was November of last year, which is just, you know, that is just mind blowing that you can do that kind of stuff. And it's only because you buy when nobody else wants to, and that's basically the only way to get those sort of gains. It's the people that jump in late, and are like, "Oh, I got to catch that," you know, "I got to catch was it catching the falling sword or whatever." <laughs> um, and those people get roasted, and that's how you
1: sort of get wrecked. Yeah. You know, those people who bought when it was, you know, not even a real thing, you know, paid a hundred dollars for a Bitcoin or something like that, you know, and then those are the ones you start seeing, you know, make all this money. Everyone needs to understand, you know, again, this is not advice on what to do on right. investing, but it is gambling. Yes. It, it, it is gambling. So, I, you know, I always say to someone don't put in more than you can afford to lose. You know, don't put your life savings and don't treat it as a savings account, you know, where you're at, you actually rely on it. Um, you know, that's, that's really the safe way of doing it. This is supposed to be, you know, a lot, a lot of people think like you're saying too, it's going to go way up. So people mm-hmm. get in, it's a long-term hold. Exactly. That, and then other people treat it as a day trading. They buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell. They make a thousand every day. They make 50 to a hundred thousand dollars a year. They're happy. Hey, I'm making money. I don't even have to work. I don't do anything. It's a different type of job. Yes. Yeah, um, and cr- crypto is wild. I mean, there's you can do regular trading, and then there's like
0: 50x. There's there's 2x leverage. There's 50x leverage. There's a hundred x leverage true. trading, which means you could put in a hundred dollars, you get what's 100 100, 000, 100, a hundred times a hundred thousand or a hundred. lot. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> huge ten thousand you know yeah. times your money basically, um, and you get and but you can get liquidated instantly. So basically, you're you're trying to ride the bit up and then sell, but you can make you know, a hundred times what you're putting in, in a matter of seconds, but you, most people get liquidated on that. I mean, that chop that I'm talking about in the market will just absolutely roast these people who try to do this stuff. And like, I know people who are taking out home equity loans and buying Bitcoin at, at 60,000. It's like, <laughs> and, don't
1: do And now that. it's 28, right? Don't oh do that. God. Do not borrow. They always say to don't borrow to invest, you know, yeah. just as a general rule. For don't. sure. I mean, you know, people do that to, for a house that's different, but don't borrow to put it into the stock market. Don't borrow to put it into crypto. Don't borrow to put it into something else because, you know, I mean, I, I hear people that are into crypto and then, they, but they won't go in the stock market because they think it's too risky. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And it's like, what, you know, and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, the crypto is more risky to me than the stock mm-hmm. market and, you, and it's yeah. more volatile. You, you can't watch it day to day. I mean, you can look at it day to day, but you can't be like, oh my God. And then, yeah. oh, everything's great. Oh, my God. And everything's great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's actually it's actually funny, though. So I saw this chart and the volatility index of stocks is actually trending toward more volatility and the volatility <laughs> index of crypto is actually trending down. It's still, you know, they're relative, but the overall trend lines are actually inverse
1: what people would think. Wow. So that's sort of an interesting thing over time over as time, well. Yeah. That's yeah. fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It, it's a whole different way, you know. Ten years ago, we wouldn't have even thought about this.
0: Right, right. Right. But but the financial system. I mean, I don't know. I'm obviously a crypto like bull, but Hmm. the the current financial system sort of sucks. I mean, like you're going to wire money, you have to go through this whole process. It has to go to the Federal Reserve. Like I always say to people, you know, go into the bank and try and take out all your money you can't do it like you are not as in control of your money as you think you are and banks make people feel all warm and fuzzy because they give them a one interest rate and you know well i don't know there's all this stuff and it just it sort of makes me annoyed but like there's ways to be safe in crypto too i mean you can have a stable coin this this is actually how kevin o'leary got into it which is kind of cool um He's a guy from Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. And so he was looking, he sold a bunch of real estate. He was looking for a way to earn interest on his money. And he went to banks and they were like, well, we can give you like 0.5% on your money. So then he looked at crypto. And what he did is he put all of that in a stable coin, which a stable coin is just $1 US dollar to $1 crypto. That's basically it. And they were offering 9% interest to just put his money in and hold. So he did this for, you know, and, and he's making 9% guaranteed on his money. Just for having it in a stable coin. So there's there's a ton of other ways to navigate your money in this in this uh, I guess day and age. and that's why for me personally, like I'm so bullish on on crypto long term. I'm way too young. like all of us who are in the 27 year old <laughs>
1: plus or minus ten years are too young to not be super bullish on this. Yeah and, and I tell people too, you know if you are young and you know you have the you have your whole life to to accrue and accumulate, and, you know, just like people who are putting money into Roth IRAs where you can put money in, you don't deduct it now, and it all grows tax free. The earlier and the younger you are, the better you are, and the more you can take take advantage of that. So that's such a great way to save yeah. um, and pay no tax. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And then, you know, another thing that
0: people don't realize is like, you can take a loan against your crypto gains. So like, Uh, and then you don't pay taxes on your gains which is cool too so like you can take a collateralized loan with your crypto and so that's you know i've done that kind of thing before too which is pretty cool but that that is not necessarily doable on those the exchanges like again uh gemini uh, coinbase those kinds of things like this is why getting it on the blockchain truly where your ownership is proven is so much more valuable because then you can start
1: using this as like a true utility so
0: Anyway, that's my advice, I guess. (laughs)
1: But but there's even bigger things where people who have these large gains in crypto, you can invest it into um, an uh, an opportunity zone fund and opportunity zones for real estate. You know, these are disadvantaged areas. They're giving you tax incentives, hold on to them. The big picture is hold on to them for over 10 years and you pay zero to a lot less in, in gain when you sell it. Right. So if you can roll your crypto gains into it, and not pay tax on that now and time value of money meaning you're not paying it now that you're going to be paying it, you know, later on. Yeah. Um, you know, or not not even later on, you know, just some. So Yeah. I mean, it's uh-huh.
0: I guess if there's one thing to take away. There's like so many different ways to to handle your money. But I also just think, I mean, a lot of Bitcoin and crypto maxis say things like this is the fourth industrial revolution or whatever. And in a sense, it really is like if you actually think about the current financial system, like we're still doing what they did in the 1900s, you know, whatever. It's just like gotten a little more advanced because we started using computers. But like realistically, crypto is the next evolution of our financial society because we have this entire thing now that's connected by Internet and everyone's connected to everything. So why not have a system where everything's connected and instantaneously transferable, where ownership is 100% provable, as opposed to our current system where you could lose the title to your car and you have to go through, you know, a six month process to try to prove that or, you know, you can't even get your money out of the bank. I mean, there's so many examples. So this is like, like for me, I guess, again, I know I keep saying the same thing, but that's why I look at
1: the system and I'm like, this is so much better <laughs> than we <laughs> you know. And getting in early to different things, like you were talking about, it's it's that's mm-hmm. a great advice. When you get in early, it, it's and I think we're still in the early stages. You know, if you, people if, don't get it. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm.
0: if if you look at crypto adoption versus the internet adoption, essentially we are in nineteen ninety nine to two thousand right now. And think about what's changed for the internet from two thousand to two thousand twenty two. Like that's what we have left. You know, in terms of crypto adoption. So, like people think it's too late to get in. I. Long term, no chance, no chance. There's so much more coming from all of this, and that's why, I mean, if there's only ever going to be 21 million Bitcoin, and there's eight billion people on Earth, that if this financial system really does take off, which it's better, so it probably will, like the price of that is a ten is a ten million dollar Bitcoin each, in order for people to have like a true value of of currency. So. Again, twenty eight thousand to twenty thousand or whatever mm-hmm. on the dips doesn't mean anything if this is really where we're sort of headed. So
1: mm-hmm. I don't know. That's my that's my long term sentiment. I I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know if we if we don't have a crystal ball, you and know. it would I wish we did because it would make it a whole lot easier and to say you know we know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. So I I I'm if you're if, here's another thing if every investor has their own level of risk. Yes. So if you are risk averse and you're really risk averse, don't get into crypto. Yeah. Because it's not, you know, you're you're just gonna be like, oh, it's just like putting a, a dollar in the slot machine and losing it yeah. in 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 your mind. Um if you are if you can handle levels of risk, mm-hmm. you know, then the you know, the higher the risk, the higher the potential reward. So why wouldn't you just, you know, you can say, okay, you know what, I can put a little bit over here. And it can be just a little bit, and then you keep adding to it. Yes, and then right, and then all of a sudden, you know, you've got some, you know, you've got more. I mean, there are people that you know buy regularly, you know, per week on Coinbase, and then they transfer it to their, uh, their cold, their cold storage on their little, yep, thumb drive wallet thing, you know, yep, yep, um, yeah, which is yep. which is Coin- really uh, good. Coinbase mm-hmm. started this new
0: thing where you can take uh, direct deposit of your paychecks, so you can get like essentially part of your salary in crypto, which is cool. Um, With no fees. So I actually signed up for that and they take like a little chunk of my paycheck every two weeks and it buys, that uh, just buys Bitcoin at the price. So it's like a way to average in. And then as it's doing that, I might swap it and then get it off into my MetaMask wallet or
1: something. Um, so when and- it's in your wallet, is that when you talk about it's being on the blockchain? Yeah, as soon as it goes from the exchange to your
0: wallet, that is when it's "quote unquote" on change, on chain. Um, mm-hmm. So then it's like that's when it's real cryptocurrency. You truly own the asset; it's provable, and you can do what you want with it. Um, yeah. So, I guess what are what are you in? I mean, that's kind of a fun question.
1: Um, oh well, you know, we we got we did the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin originally. You know, that, oh, okay. that, cool. I was just doing it through Coinbase and all that, and then. Um, about a year and a half ago, I sold all the Litecoin
0: mm-hmm. and moved
1: it into Ethereum. And because, you know, things are moving off of that. Yeah. Let me see. So things that things that were pop and we use a program too called coin tracking where you you can download all of your uh, well, most all the different exchanges allow downloading into coin tracking and it keeps track of the purchases, the sales and so forth. And then it also gives you a value like of all the coins at a particular time. So, you know, so I would say, you know, we probably have um, 85% of everything between Bitcoin and Ethereum. Mm -hmm. And then, and then all the other ones are like, you know, other altcoins, you know, like Matic and ADA and VET and MANA and Shiba, we got involved in, you know, but little bits, you know, HBAR, HEX, AXS, (laughs) STMX, you know, all these types of things going Mm -hmm. all the way down. You know, i pay probably about 20 different ones, but those okay. 20 represent maybe 10 or 15% of the, of the total portfolio. it you know, why yeah. don't you talk about the altcoin thing? What's, you know? Yeah.
0: So in, <laughs> I guess an altcoin, um, so I guess Bitcoin and Ethereum would be the main coins, uh, for, for a lack of better explanation. And then altcoins are really anything else that's sort of like up and coming. So they would be like a little more pink chip stock, I guess, for like people who understand stock market stuff. Um, but these coins, I guess, are the ones that I'm sort of talking about. So there's ones that are trying to be qu- like cryptocurrencies, like true currencies, but then a lot of the altcoins are actually utility coins. So um, like VET, for example, VChain, that is a that is a logistics crypto with like some tracking components on it. So the idea behind that is like you can run shipping organizations and stuff like that through this currency, um, which makes it again on the blockchain trackable um, like logistics so that one actually has some real world potential utility so like i have that one for sure but that's what i mean about these like protocols who have like true utility in the modern world um but then there's all coins like shiba which has nothing other than hype like that literally does nothing (laughs) literally does absolutely nothing so like people or people want to buy dogecoin like people made it
1: big on dogecoin that's cool i'm not dogging on it (laughs) you had a uh, you had a fellow classmate who um, got involved in uh, Dogecoin and ended up I uh, think with what he I think he put in like five thousand and ended up with sixty thousand and and that was it and then he sold it and kept the sixty grand and then he's not working. That's a good sell. <laughs> That's a good sell. I mean that yeah. see there it is. Yeah. But but, like, but that doesn't mean that that was a that well, was a good investment for him because you can always at buy all. and sell yeah at anything like that yeah.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So <laughs> for for me my primary is not actually in Bitcoin or Ethereum. So uh, my primary stuff is on the Avalanche network, AVAX. Um, you can buy that on Coinbase now. Uh, when I got in, you couldn't buy it anywhere except for Voyager, which is another exchange app. Um, but Avalanche, okay, Bitcoin is the virtual, the digital gold and then Ethereum is the computer that sort of like makes everything run. Um, Avalanche in comparison to Ethereum does exactly the same thing but the difference is ethereum is like your 1989 full room hp computer versus avalanche being like you know the best macbook pro you could buy right now so it does everything faster it does everything cheaper like ethereum might take 10 minutes to transact avalanche takes 10 seconds ethereum might cost you 50 dollars to 500 to in gas fees avalanche costs you 10 cents so like from a network perspective Ethereum is extremely popular, but if you can get a system that works better, faster, more reliably, more efficiently, why would I not have my money in that? Because long term, people are going to transition. So like Avalanche network transactions are now up near Ethereum's transactions, which is pretty cool um, in terms of daily transactions. So So can someone buy Avalanche? You can buy Avalanche, AVAX, Mm A-V-A-X on Coinbase now in the US. Yep. Yep. So I have... um, You know, that's like, that's the majority of my holdings really, really honestly. And, um, with that, I'm also heavy in this thing called Joe Trader Joe. (laughs) And, um, it's kind of funny, but Joe has to be purchased through MetaMask. So you have to have it like you can buy Avalanche, transfer it to your MetaMask wallet, and then go to TraderJoe, you know, .com and swap your Avalanche for Joe. That's the way to buy it. And with that, then Joe is actually the decentralized exchange for Avalanche. So similarly to SushiSwap or PancakeSwap or whatever on these other sites, Joe is the primary one for Avalanche. And so that is where most of my capital is, is allocated right now in crypto. Yeah.
1: Good. See, and everyone has a different strategy. And and, yes. you'll, and you listen to people all on the internet and everyone says they know what, you know, yeah. invest in this coin, do this. But a lot of people are promoting a coin.
0: So they can pump it because they're in at something that's not even good. I mean, we're like, you know, we're not trying to pump anything. I'm just being like, this actually has cool
1: utility. And you should maybe check it out. I mean, anyway, yeah, yeah. So, well, that's really cool. Well, you know, I'm glad we just had a chance to, you know, just talk about the, you know, the the upside and downside, you know, to to crypto mm-hmm. because it's it's just another tool that people can use in their investment strategies. Yes, uh, along with you know, uh, whatever else they want to do. People invest in gold and silver. People invest in stock market, oil wells, precious metals, mm-hmm. you know, stocks and bonds. So, you know, everybody's, everybody's got a little different level of risk and what they feel comfortable and what they know or what they can trust. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Moral of the story. Don't put in more than you are willing to lose
1: <laughs> that good advice as we ended. <laughs>
0: yeah. Awesome. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll check back on the next episode. Thanks. Thanks.